Hi, my name is Jackie, and this is Alive and Active. This podcast is a weekly devotional where we will study scripture and challenge one another to a lifestyle that is fully alive in Christ. In this devotional, I will challenge you to actively pursue what God says and how we can apply it to our lives. So grab your Bible and your favorite beverage, and let's dig in together. Welcome back. I hope you have had a wonderful week. I feel that many people are experiencing the blow of spiritual warfare in our communities and within our homes. Today, let's talk about spiritual warfare, what spiritual warfare looks like and how we can equip ourselves to fight it. Spiritual warfare is a fight in the spiritual realm that affects us in the physical realm. Scripture refers to Satan as a lion that seeks to kill and destroy us. The wages of war is death, but there is life in Jesus. Be encouraged that Jesus has already won the war. Spiritual warfare can look different for many people. For some, spiritual warfare is the war of the mind, negative thoughts that are not from God but consume our thoughts and emotions. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-6 For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of of fortresses. We are destroying speculations in every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought captive to be obedient to Christ, and we are ready to punish all the disobedience whenever your obedience is complete. Notice that Paul says our thoughts have the capability to destroy our fortresses. Our thoughts drive our emotions and our actions, which can lead to unhealthy addictions or lashing out at loved ones, therefore destroying our bodies or families and relationships. So we must take captive of our thoughts and make them obedient to the truths that are found in the Bible. In episode 7, I talked in more detail about the spiritual warfare of the mind. Some books I found helpful are I Declare War by Levi Lesko, Jenny Allen's Get Out of Your Head. For some, spiritual warfare is, is a relationship conflict with a co-worker, boss, family member, or friend. But Ephesians 6 says our fight is not with flesh and blood, aka a person, but our fight is actually with forces of wickedness. Every human that has ever walked the earth, except the living God, Jesus, has fallen for the devil's crafty schemes. I believe these forces of wickedness can be the sin we hold on to, such as greed, selfishness, envy, laziness, complacency, or pride, just to name a few. Our fight is with the sin in the spiritual realm, but not with the individual. For many people, spiritual warfare could also look like complacency and silence. This is where Satan gets me in my personal walk the most. This is also the trick I fear that many people of the church will fall for in this season of social distancing and isolation. Sunday services, church events, community outreach, and small groups, they're all being shut down or meeting virtually. It is far too easy to be complacent in our homes and become hermits. Binge watching another season of The Office takes a lot less effort than engaging in a Zoom Bible study. Silent, comfortable, and inactive is exactly where Satan wants you. My favorite verse is, Wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine upon you. Many times I go through lows where I'm distracted with things that are so temporary and meaningless. 
such as deep cleaning house, weight loss, or working on home projects. I'm not saying that these things are bad, but sometimes I go through the motions like a zombie. I go to autopilot and I'm so distracted with the busyness that I forget to see my neighbor that needs a friend to walk and talk with, or a stranger at a convenience store that needs to feel noticed and seen, or my husband that needs to be validated and respected. As the scripture indicates, I fall asleep. While going through my daily task and I'm not alert to the kingdom-minded work God is putting right in front of my face. Spiritual warfare in complacency and silence can also mean quenching the spirit. Like mentioned in 1 Thessalonians 5.19, this means do not hold back God's spirit within you by ignoring convictions or not taking your next step in faith. Take Peter for example. Last week I mentioned in Matthew 16 when Jesus tells Peter to go and plant churches. If Peter would have gone back to fishing and ignored his calling to go out and plant churches, then he would have been quenching the spirit and holding back God's kingdom work. Okay, fellow sleepers, here is your wake-up call. God did not give you a spirit of fear and timidity. I said that last week and it's worth repeating every week. It's time to rise and take action. Let's put on our armor and fight back. Let's turn to Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness, and in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up your full armor of God so that you will be able to resist the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God so picture a knight in shining armor ready for battle now let's break down what the armor looks like if you need a visual picture you can find a reference link in the show notes let's just start from head to toe breaking down what it looks like for us to put on the full armor of God in a spiritual sense I believe the actual function of each piece of armor was no coincidence consider the helmet from verse 17 a helmet of salvation The function of a helmet is to protect your head. I believe this could symbolize the protection of your thoughts. Paul instructs us to guard our hearts and our minds by keeping our mind and focus on whatever is good, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, true, and praiseworthy. James says every good and perfect thing comes from God. Therefore, we should hold every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. The breastplate of righteousness is in verse 14. The function of the breastplate is to protect all vital living organs, such as your heart and your lungs. Let us be a people that keeps God's laws close to our hearts so that we may be considered righteousness and blameless. Let us also have a heart of justice, compassion, and lament for God's creation. The belt of truth is also referred to in verse 14. The purpose of a belt is to keep your pants on and to protect our dignity. Belts are also worn for business suits and handling legal matters. Belts can also hold a sword. Let us always handle our affairs in truth and in good character. 
We obtain truth by studying God's truth in his holy word. The sword of the spirit is in verse 17. It is also referred to in Hebrews 4, 12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, and pierces as far as the divisions of the soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Your sword and belt of truth is your Bible, and it is your most powerful weapon when facing any war that this life could bring you. The shield of truth is pretty straightforward in verse 16. Pick up your shield so that you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And lastly, cover your feet with the gospel of peace. Have you ever thought about why slave masters never gave their slaves shoes? Slaves had to endure blistering cold and immense heat, but they were not given shoes so that it would make it more difficult to run away or travel in difficult weather conditions or terrain. May your feet be covered and protected with the gospel of peace so that you may walk on any terrain or any storm life throws at you for the sake of the gospel. New King James Version of Romans 10:15 says, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings to all good things. So what does putting on the full armor of God and fighting your own spiritual battle look like for you? Is it letting go of a relationship, joining a Bible study, or committing to a daily devotional? Does it mean pursuing a different career? Your challenge this week is to consider what type of spiritual warfare are you experiencing? What's your plan of action to fight back? Check out the reference link. What part of the armor do you currently put on well? What part of the armor could you work on this week? Thank you so much for listening. This awesome song is titled Meant to Be by Ark North featuring Christina Marina. Please know I am praying for you every week and I would so love it if you would pray for me as well because your prayers are powerful and effective. I would love to hear how this week's episode impacted you and I hope you'll join me next week. Until next time, let's go be doers of the alive and active Word of God.